Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 875 of the Juicebox Podcast. On today's episode, I'll be speaking with the mother of a child with type 1 diabetes. Her name is Elle, and Elle was not good at getting her equipment set up. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, this just gets ridiculous, and I, I mean, funnier and funnier as it goes along, but nevertheless, while you're listening to it, please remember that nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. If you're a U.S. resident who has type 1 or is the caregiver of someone with type 1, please, please, please go to t1dexchange.org forward slash juicebox and complete the survey. That's all I'm asking you to do. Uh, in exchange for that, here, uh, if you want to get some super cozy jammies or uh, bedspreads, sheets, towels, pajamas, cozyearth.com. At checkout, use juicebox to save 35% on your entire order cozyearth.com. There, see, fill out the survey for me, and then go get yourself some, like, 35% off jammers. Although, I would get these joggers if I was you. They're so soft. This episode of the Juicebox Podcast is sponsored by Omnipod 5. Learn more about the tubeless insulin pump and how it works with the Dexcom G6 at omnipod.com forward slash juicebox. Get yourself an Omnipod 5. Podcast is sponsored today by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and is 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. BetterHelp.com forward slash juicebox. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. And when you use my link, you'll save 10% on your first month of therapy. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. Talk to them however you feel comfortable, text, chat, phone, or video call. If your therapist isn't the right fit, for any reason at all, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. And the best part for me is that with BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. And you're going to get more scheduling flexibility and a more affordable price. I myself have just begun using BetterHelp. BetterHelp.com forward slash juice box. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash juice box. Save 10% on your first month of therapy. Don't, don't, start, look, don't start looking behind you because you're going okay. to look away from where the microphone is. Okay. All right. I can do that. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> okay, wait, give me a second. I'm so sorry. No, I'm tired now. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're being recorded so that you know. Okay. Um, I am a little lightheaded. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> Forever. <laughs> 20 minutes. That was like the longest one maybe ever. Or I'm at, so at least in sorry. recent history. It's okay. Um, I think what'll happen is later today you'll just realize there's a switch on the headset that turns the microphone on or something like that. Like I've been looking around. It's not mine. Can is you, there a switch on the tell? wire? There is a a um volume control on the wire. 
Have you tried turning it to see what would happen? I, I have. I've gone all the way down and I've gone all the way up Does and it, it just makes you quieter or louder. Okay, good. Well, let's get that adjusted to where you want it. Yep. Perfect. Up all the way. All right. <laughs> Introduce yourself so we can start talking. <laughs> uh, my name is Elle and I have technical difficulties. Um, I have four children and one of them is type one. He's my oldest. All right. Let me just make a suggestion to everybody. Have less children or fewer children, <laughs> and then you can afford a Mac. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, my husband would never allow. Yeah. God forbid stuff would work. And so, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> it I, doesn't make sense to my brain. I will say that the Apple system, I cannot. Like, if you thought that I had technical difficulties with this, you would, you would just hang up on me if we were trying to figure it out on apple because so, uh, i just uh, don't uh, let me tell you what it. would happen if you had a if you had an apple you would have turned it on and it would have worked and that would have been the end of it <laughs> you wouldn't there wouldn't have been anything for you to understand you know what i mean but i but i probably wouldn't figure out how to listen to the podcast so i don't know uh, like I think, I think you would i definitely think you would i'm sticking with what i initially said have fewer children <laughs> buy a Mac. Okay. I, I know sometimes you go out, there's like these tablets are $89 and these PCs are 400 bucks. Like, Oh, $400. Just, well, I don't really use my PC a whole lot. If you couldn't guess that, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I do use my phone a lot. Uh, I don't know what my phone's problem was today, but honestly, technology in general just hates me. I have wanted to take my printer out and beat it with a baseball bat in my backyard so many times. We absolutely should have recorded the last 20 minutes, and I, and, I, and I should have just put it at the end of the episode and just let it run. Just, just um, my uh, my two favorite parts were um, it. You called you were kept referring to the computer as it, but you weren't referring to the computer. You were referring to the sentient decision making that was happening in front of you as it. You're like, what it's else doing do this. I call it. What else do you call it? What would you call it? Well, I mean, do, do you want to go over this real quick? <laughs> no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I tell me how old you are. I am 36. This is the closest I've come to speaking to my mom about technology. <laughs> I have been okay. So I signed up to be here seven months ago, and every week I have woken up and gone, My computer's not gonna work. <laughs> oh, you were right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm telling you, at least you're not paranoid. At least, <laughs> at least you're not paranoid. Um, <laughs> my mom, when something would go wrong with her computer, she goes, come on, guys. And, I'm, and finally, one day, I was like, mom, who, who are the guys? <laughs> who, who are the guys we're talking about? The, the, the computer. I was like, well, <sighs> who are you talking to? <laughs> and you're like, it's doing this. And I'm like, I don't know what it is. And then my, but the biggest, my biggest laugh I didn't actually tell you about was in the chat while we were trying to figure out why it didn't work. You're like, this was my biggest fear. <laughs> it was. And see, like, that's why. I don't uh, have an exact number, L, but I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess that I record about, I'm going <laughs> to, let me make like an, like an educated guess here. Hold on a second. I'll do this. Oh, don't tell me. Weeks in the year. Just say I'm the worst. Yeah. Get I'm it gonna, over I'm with. I'm going to say that I record over 200 times a year. <laughs> and there are only technical difficulties about three times. I don't and think they've ever gone on for 20 minutes before, though. <laughs> I I win, as always. Because here's what I feel like happened. I feel like you gave up. <laughs> I didn't, though. I was like, 
I was walking up the stairs with confidence on my phone with my battery pack, ready to go lock myself in the bedroom. And I'm like, it's going to work. And I said, testing and nothing. (laughs) I just, maybe you didn't give up with effort, but I feel like you gave up in your heart. I feel like there was a (laughs) moment where you were like, I knew this wasn't going to work and I'm not recording this podcast. Did that happen? I sent a message to my friends before I started. Please wish all the blessings on my technology today. <laughs> all right. Because they know that this is this is my life. <laughs> I'm cursed when it comes to technology. Right. I'm going to assume it's not you. And I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you, just keep scrolling away money. Get yourself a MacBook. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine, okay? Um, <laughs> All right, so I'm sorry. You got a kid with diabetes, did you say? I do. I have one of those, yeah. Um, He is 12. Okay. And you have four kids, though, in total. Yes. How'd you figure that out? Well, we figured out how it works. Don't need a computer for that. No technology for that, right? (laughs) I'll tell you, if you needed a a computer to have a baby, you'd be living with a cat. (laughs) I have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So hold on. So the 12 year old's got type one yeah. and I, I don't need all the other particulars, but what are the ages of the other kids? Just so I can make fun of your reproductive health and stuff like that later. <laughs> Nine, six, and two. Nine, six, two. And you're 36. 36. You married? I've been married for almost 16 years. Since you were 20. I was 19. Oh, well. He was 20 by a couple days. Hold on a second, Al. I don't care that your kid has diabetes as much anymore. <laughs> hey, and none of those were in there. None of them attended my wedding, just so you no, know. No, I'm doing the math. You're all good by on, choice. That's not what I'm saying. I want to know how you end up married at 19. Were you escaping um, the law? <laughs> no. What were you running from, El? Tell me right now. Don't You don't have to tell him. He thinks you love him. But what, what were you running from? I wasn't running from anything. Okay. I promise. Like we chose to get married. We wanted to get married, and a lot of people tried to talk us out of it. Mm-hmm. But I <laughs> married them people wrong. were those married people trying to talk you out of it? Um, some of them, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's because they've been married. Okay, so um, <laughs> all right. So you, wow, that's amazing. Like, were you? In college or fresh out of high school or what was the situation? We got engaged the week before. <laughs> oh my goodness! Unbelievable! My dog, you have a dog sorry. too. After all I this with the microphone, yes. <laughs> you're not allowed to have a dog and a microphone. That doesn't work. You have to pick <laughs> one. Um, that dog sounds like it just ran for its life and its little feet wouldn't catch on to anything. Is that what happened? <laughs> well, she's a corgi, oh. <laughs> so she is short um, and she doesn't have much to catch on to around here. But she was chasing a cat. So. <laughs> All right. Let's keep talking to see if we can find a good decision in your life. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the corgi is a good decision. Just saying. Isn't that the she queen's helps dog? She me sleep. Yes. How the hell does she help? Oh, are you going to say something creepy? How, how, how does she make or... you? No. <laughs> how does the dog help you sleep? Um, She will tell me if someone's here. She will tell me if there is something wrong in the world. Oh, okay. Corgis are very um, specific about who they let in their house and how the broom is put away. So this dog is stands in for your anxiety? Yeah. Look at me figuring this She's out. She's my second corgi. My first corgi was... Died from anxiety. 
<laughs> no. My first corgi I got uh, when my my oldest son was two. Oh, how long did they we, live? Um, usually around fifteen years. But, okay, okay. Um, she died when she was eight. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, um, that was unexpected. I imagine at eight. Yes, very. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, she. Uh, we had a person come to our house and make threats one night in the middle of the night and. After some counseling, I decided to get a dog. Oh, how did this? Ha- how old were you when this happened? And, um, and if you're going to tell me serious stuff, don't let me joke about it first. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> okay. So I mean, she she's a dog, so like, there's good and you know scary things that. I mean, she she's still my like companion. Um, but I want to. Start... And she's not like registered or anything. She just <laughs> helps. You mean me like sleep. a ninja or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, there was a situation where someone thought my husband was someone else and uh, came and made threats to us. And I didn't sleep pretty much the last half of 2011. Oh, I'm so sorry. So someone just shows up at your house with a mistaken identity situation? Oh, okay. You don't have to tell. Do you want to not tell me? I can tell you. It's just kind of a long story. Um my husband had a coworker that purchased a gun from him, um, and then he used it on himself intentionally. And his brother thought that my husband had somehow convinced him to use it or was a drug dealer or something. And he came to our house, and we were sleeping. So, like, we did not hear texts or calls but evidently he sat outside my house for hours texting my husband that he was going to harm us and then when we woke up at like three in the morning we were like what and was (laughs) Um, he still outside he was not outside when we woke up and got the messages okay all right so he was a grieving brother right but um and you live yeah. in Texas. <laughs> no. No? I live in Iowa. Oh, I wasn't sure how many other states you could just, like, sell, sell a gun like that. Because I know in Texas. Well, this was back in 2011. Okay. So things were a smidge different. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Wow, that's terrible. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, had, you, had you been an, an anxious person prior to that? I've always been an anxious person. I remember waking up for kindergarten and feeling nauseous. Really? Yeah. Well, have you done anything about it um, as an adult? (sighs) So for the last, well, 13 years, I kind of feel like my body is not my own um, since I've been pregnant or nursing for the last 13 years. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no kidding. And so medications and pregnancy and nursing don't always... Gotcha. Mixed well. So you would do something if you weren't so busy pumping these kids out. <laughs> Is that about right? I mean, the dog worked for a while. <laughs> dog worked for a while. <laughs> Such a strong title for the episode. Keep talking, <laughs> Al. <laughs> um, and I mean, it's still like if I leave her at the um, kennel or whatever it's called, when you like I go out of town and I don't get back in time to pick her up, I have a hard time sleeping sometimes. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Uh, does this have been passed on to any of your kids? You see any anxiety with the kids? Uh, well, that that plays a pretty big part in my son's diagnosis story. Go ahead. Um. So, 
in, I'm going to say, <laughs> March 2020, which is all, you know, everybody knows what that is. Um, we, you know, can't play with our friends. We can't go to the park and meet up with people. We can't do any of the activities that we've been doing. So my son starts talking about how he can't sleep at night. And, like, he thinks he has heartburn. He thinks he has... um upset stomach Mm -hmm. and at one point between there and diagnosis he like he came down he's like i can feel my heart beating and we just thought that he had anxiety okay um he's a very extroverted kid and we had just moved to our current house just from across town but there were no kids at my other neighborhood Um, And when we moved in, the first day we moved in, he was playing with neighborhood kids in our yard. And like, that was a really important thing for both of us Mm -hmm. that he have friends and relationships. And then in March, all of that was just taken away. Um, I mean, for good reason, obviously, but. um, Oh, before we go on, is there a washing machine behind you or air coming out of a vent or. Oh, it's the air conditioner. Do you want me to go turn it off? I don't want you to sweat. What did you okay, say? You're an island? It'll be all right. I'll turn it off. All right. I'll be right back. You're fine. You stay. What's the dog's name? My daughter Arden began wearing the Omnipod tubeless insulin pump on February 4th, 2009. That was 5,093 days ago. Or another way to think of it, 1,697 pods ago. At that time, She was four years old. Hang out with me for a moment while I tell you more about the Omnipod. Omnipod.com forward slash juice box. Today, Arden is 18 and still wearing Omnipod. Back then, there was one choice, just one pod. But today, you have a decision to make. Do you want the Omnipod 5, the first and only tubeless automated insulin delivery system to integrate with the Dexcom G6? Because if you do, it's available right now for people with type 1 diabetes ages two years and older. The Omnipod 5 is an algorithm-based pump that features smart adjust technology. That means that the Omnipod 5 is adjusting insulin delivery based on your customized target glucose. That's helping you to protect against high and low blood sugars both day and night automatically. Both the Omnipod 5 and the Omnipod Dash are waterproof. You can wear them while you're playing sports, swimming, in the shower, the bathtub, anywhere really that kind of freedom coupled with tubeless a tubeless pump you understand it's not connected to anything the controller is not connected to the pod the pod is not connected to anything you're wearing it on the body tubelessly no tubing to get caught on doorknobs or anywhere else that tubing with those other insulin pumps can get caught omnipod.com forward slash juice box That's where you go to find out more. You may be eligible for a free 30-day trial of the Omnipod Dash. You should check that out, too, when you get to my link, omnipod.com forward slash juice box. So if you're looking for an insulin pump that is tubeless, waterproof, and automated, you're looking for the Omnipod 5. If you want to do it on your own and you're not looking for the automation, Omnipod Dash. For full safety, risk information, and free trial terms and conditions, Please also visit omnipod.com forward slash juice box. I should have asked that sooner. Hey, buddy. 
God save the queen. I'm looking at pictures of corgis online, and they are cute. They're like a... It's like a fox with a dog face. Okay. It takes a minute for you're, it to You're fine. If you up. get hot, let me know. <laughs> it's only supposed to be 97 today. So. You'll probably be fine then. <laughs> um, what's the dog's name? Retta. I tried to call to the animal when you went away, but I realized I didn't know the name. Oh, and I have my headset on too. She'd probably hear you though. Retta with a D? Retta or Retta? T. R-H-E-T-T-A. R-H. Okay, I got it. It means speaker of the house. Does it really? <laughs> I picked her name because Retta means speaker. Gotcha. So her official paperwork says Retta, speaker of the house. You got paperwork for your dog? That's nice. She's she's a you know AKC certified Gorgi. They're um I'm looking at the pictures. They're cute. They look like yeah. a, they look like a fox with a dog's face. Yeah, the booty's the best part. <laughs> I can't comment on that because then I get just angry Google's Corgi butt. Okay, really? I promise. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'm about to do this, and if I see weird dog porn, I'm really going to be upset. It's not going to be weird dog porn, right, I on. promise. Oh, they have big fat asses. Yeah, they're fluffy, <laughs> oh, and that. they shake them. <laughs> Your dog is thick with his, like, two Cs? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, there's a tissue box cover here that's a corgi's ass, and I got to be honest with you, I'm into it. It's funny. All right. Okay. All right, now hold on a second. So the kid, so, Jesus. so the kid's not stressed. He's got diabetes. Mm-hmm. All right, but it's pandemic height, so we didn't make a doctor's appointment for something that's not like life threatening, you know? Mm-hmm. Because anxiety in itself is not always, you know, immediately life threatening. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, Oh, there's a high alarm. Sorry, thought I had my phone on mute. That's fine. That's fine. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> um, so you don't make he, an appointment right away, and then right. what happens after that? <sighs> it's so I was pregnant at the time, of course, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> and then other things start happening that I, you know, push off as new baby. Um, his emotions are crazy um he was like had no self-control i mean what 12 year old does but even more noticeable than it had been Mm -hmm. he's we homeschool so like if anything challenged him it was just a meltdown yeah and i i attributed that to new baby in the house or new baby coming um and thought this kid needs some counseling, but we're not doing that right now. Have you seen that kind of behavior as other babies were being born? Yeah, honestly, yeah. Um, so it and, wasn't unexpected. And it was easy to like match up with something you had seen in the past, right? Right. Okay. I mean, all of his symptoms were easy to match up with other things. Like he's always been a big eater. Like eat and eat and eat. And he didn't have excessive thirst, but we were telling him to drink water because we're like, you don't drink enough water. You're saying you're hungry because you need to drink more water. Mm-hmm. Like, let your stomach catch up with what you've eaten. Because he was eating as much as 
my husband and I, and he was nine. But he's always eaten a lot. Like since I could hand him a plate of food, one of the first words he signed when he was little, uh, we did baby sign language, was more. And I mean, it's always been a thing that he just eats and eats and eats. You teach the kids sign language when they're babies? Yeah, before they can talk, they can sign sometimes. So like milk and more and eat. Nice. All done. Potty. I I (laughs) had no idea. Yeah. I've seen monkeys do it. I mean chimpanzees, (laughs) I guess. But not I didn't know. It helps with especially like right now, my two year old is just starting to string a couple words together, but she could tell me a little bit of what's going on without so much um hassle i don't know like it's harder for her to form words with her mouth than just tap her fingers together to say more okay um so uh yeah going back to remy he um was eating a ton he was very moody he uh was very skinny and he's always been very skinny but I found myself Googling, why are my child's knees so big? Because he was super skinny. Um, Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. His knees looked swollen because he had no fat on his body. Oh, can I say something? I think the people listening are going to be mad at me if I don't tell you that the air conditioner wasn't the the sound. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't mind that the sound is that. Well, I do mind the sound. Don't let me lie to you. I hate the sound, but I can deal with it. But I don't want you to, like, be cooking while everyone listening is like, that poor girl is baking in that room and he's not telling her that it didn't No, it's okay. (laughs) It's 97 outside, but... It's 92, or not 92, 72 inside. 72. I think it might be the ceiling fan. Let me get that. Okay, thanks. Did that work? Uh-oh. Where'd you go? I'm listening. Oh, no. Okay. It's still there. It's fascinating. It's it's the microphone, I guess. Because when you walked away from the mic, from it the stopped. the computer? As soon as you walked away from the mic, it stopped. Is your computer, is your phone near your computer? I don't know where my phone, no. No? Not really. All right. When you hear this back, you're going to be pissed at yourself. See, there it is. (sighs) Wait, it's gone. Now it's back. What happens? And when you're talking, it still happens, too. Just say the same word over and over again for a second. Um, coffee, no, coffee, it's still, it's coffee, still, yeah, coffee. It's, it's still there. And then when you move away from the computer, so what happens if you just move your entire body six inches from the computer? Coffee, coffee, coffee. No, it's still there. I have no idea what's going on. It's interesting. It's going, it's going, what does it sound like? All right, let's play a game. Oh dear. It feels like. Like, I want to say almost like a windmill's running behind you, or... A windmill. Or I mean, the computer fan is going. Now, God, could that be it? Is it the computer? Cover the computer fan one second, just so I can tell. I don't even know where it is. There's a vent on the side. 
<laughs> now the dog's making noise. Don't worry. I'm having a great time, by the way. Mm, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, then we're going to have to let it go. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. <sighs> I almost like went out and bought a new microphone for this because I knew that there was going to be so much noise in my house. I think it's the microphone. I think it's definitely the computer. <laughs> well, right. But if the headset could work, I would just take it upstairs and be alone in my room. Oh. But I, I can't. See, don't do worry that. about it. What? <laughs> but you don't think the sound's in that room, though? I don't know. All right. getting louder what is that chugga, chugga, chugga. is it the refrigerator i can't turn my refrigerator off is it the refrigerator <laughs> it might be the refrigerator walk away from the refrigerator is the computer like portable the computer's plugged in because it's so old and crappy that it's going to die if i don't keep it plugged in interesting it definitely could be the refrigerator <sighs> i can't move the refrigerator i'm you sorry you can't Let's really go I over can't. it. Maybe you could. Let's think about it for a And second. then all my insulin would just sit there and We just get need warm. a dolly and an extension cord. And I think <laughs> we could have this straightened out pretty quickly. It's not, <sighs> it's not now. Is the refrigerator not running anymore? All right, there it is. It's back. <laughs> How often does your refrigerator run for, by the way? I don't know. It's 97 degrees outside and I turn the air off. <laughs> Probably more. <laughs> you want to go turn the air back on, by the way? No, it's okay. I'll be all right. All right. <laughs> all right i'm not giving up oh i'm not i won't give up. i would like you to move out of the where are you is that the dust belt or the rust belt or what do they call that there iowa iowa what part of, what belt is iowa in probably the bible belt i don't know hold on a second <laughs> that's the only one i've heard it referred to as i just googled iowa belt but now i'm just looking at belts that <laughs> Go back to corgi butts. Right. More. No, we're done with that. Too. All right. Okay. So fascinating thing that you just said like an hour ago. Um, <laughs> that you're, that he was so skinny that you started thinking his knees looked large. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, may I tell you that we used to think that my son's ears were big. But then we <laughs> realized his head was small and his ears were the regular size. Hmm. Yeah. That, I mean, that matches. That's... And the way we did that was by measuring everyone's ears in the house <laughs> instead of just how, measuring. How else would you do it? Inst- well, I guess measuring his head probably would have been the way to go. But <laughs> um, looking back on it now, it is a bit of a faux pas. So we measured everyone's ears, and his ears were the same as everyone else's. And we were like, oh, my God, we've always thought you had really big ears. And then we realized, mm-hmm. like, he wears a smaller hat. Like, he's like a seven and a quarter or something, or seven and eighth or something like that. And we were like, oh, your ears are the right size. And this this happened to you. The the legs were getting so skinny that the knees seemed big. Yeah. How long do you think this was going on for? Oh, months. Um, really? I went back through yeah. on my like my Facebook albums and looked at pictures of him because I organized them by date. And the last picture that I can look at him and go, that's a kid that probably doesn't have diabetes. Uh, is March of 2020, and he was diagnosed in August. March, April, May, June. Oh, my gosh. Was he okay? Yeah, he was okay. Um, I really think, and I've talked to his endocrinologist about this, um, I really think that his activity level kept him alive 
because that kid runs and runs and runs and does not stop. And when he runs, his blood sugar goes down. Wow. Okay. So you think he was kind of managing it off himself. Do you think there was any kind of looking back, any kind of honeymoon whatsoever helping him? No. I mean, well, I don't know how, I don't know how a honeymoon would work before diagnosis. Um, Cause I mean, I wasn't giving him insulin, so I don't, I don't know how that works. It would you just know? be, it would just be if he was getting help and then not getting help from his, you know, from his pancreas right. and it was kind of jumping back and forth. I mean, maybe, I don't really know. Um, it's hard to guess that back when he was, you know, just yeah. not diagnosed and having all these symptoms, but I don't know what he did that day. You know the um, joke where someone calls and says, um, uh, hello, and you don't know who they are, and you go, hello, and they say, hi, uh, my name's Scott. I was calling to find out if your refrigerator's running. Uh, and then you go, still running? It, 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 it is. And I go, oh, you should go catch it. <laughs> the refrigerator turned off, so it's not the refrigerator. It's not the re- I'm not fascinated by what's making noise in your house. <laughs> It's like a ghost adventure. It's got to be the computer. That's the only thing I can hear. Turn off the computer and see if I can still hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what? I like, could put something under it. Like I could put like a what do you mean pillow or something under it? Really? Do you think that would do something? Maybe. Maybe it's like rattling too much on the table. Is it? Ra- you have a computer that rattles. I mean, the fan. You know, like. Maybe the fan is just... I'm worried about all of you people listening now. Now I'm not just worried about Ellie. You people have rattling computers? Do you want me to get a pillow? I mean, just lift it up off the table real quick and see what happens. I did. It did change. It's the computer. Oh, it's so much quieter now. Let me get... I'm going to need a corgi by the time this is over, (laughs) Elle. Everybody needs a <laughs> My daughter's stuffed I, animal. I can feel my heart rate going down. I don't know what you did, but it's better. I tilted the computer and put a stuffed animal under it so that it's angled upward. It's different. It's lighter. So when you lifted it up, it was mm-hmm. gone. It's the computer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Of course it is. See Technology is out to get me. Oh it's like, God. it's not even malfunctioning. It's just. Oh, now I'm going to have a stroke. <sighs> I haven't felt well the last couple of weeks. And uh, this is not helping me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. <laughs> uh, actually, we should put my medical condition on the podcast so people can help me with it. You have a medical condition? All right. Hold on. We're going to get back to your kid and the big knees in a second. But here, here's what okay. happened, right? I, I feel like I got bit by something. So I'm like, hmm. I'm in the lawn, like my, my mower has a problem. I'm on the ground fixing my mower. I know I'm too famous to be fixing my lawnmower. I agree too, but <laughs> people got to click on the links a little more in the uh, show notes. If you, if you want Scott not to have to cut his own lawn. Okay. So um, buy me a lawnmower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, don't buy me a lawnmower. I don't want that because the last time we joked about something like that, I got this amazing chair I'm sitting in, now, I know. which I love, but I, I, I feel bad about. Okay. So. Somewhere between my thumb and my forefinger, kind of on the meat of my hand, I get this lump like the next day. And mm-hmm. it's a, it looks like a bug bite. And I look at it and I think, eh, that's a bug bite. And it's hard and I touch it. And I got, I'll be fine. I don't care. It's a little itchy. I didn't think much of it. Next day I wake up. There's another bump like that on like 
a finger on my hand, like my middle finger, if, I, if I'm remembering right. And I was like, well, that's weird. I must have got bitten twice. And then by the third day, there was one on my ring finger on my right hand, one on my middle finger, one by my hand. And I started finding one like in between my fingers somewhere else. And I was like, what is happening? And they were super itchy, Al, like really, Mm -hmm. really bad. And now is the time where I decide how honest I'm going to be while I'm telling this story. And you know, I'm going to have to be honest. I guess we could bleep it out later. Don't you think, Al? (laughs) You got it everywhere. It started bothering me anywhere something touched me kind of lightly where you'd get that kind of like, you know, like that initial like response from your body. Like you can like if if you touch, you know, touched your arm, you'd be like, oh, I'm touching my arm. I can feel it. So I would get it where anything was brushing me. So my thighs would get itchy. I was wearing shorts. And then one day I'll. It was my, it was my balls. And, um, (laughs) and then, and then one day I I scratched them, like just not even thinking, like I was like, that's an itch, scratch it. And then when I scratched them, then I just got this incredible response. And then, um, it moved, (laughs) it it was very, very, very itchy. And, um, it it also moved around in other places near, (laughs) near the balls, but not the balls. And, is it um, poison ivy, Scott? Do you have poison ivy? Do you want to hear the story? Oh, do you want to jump to the end? <laughs> and so, and Just so, don't know what's I gotta save this. I, I, this is your fault because your refrigerator noise, your computer noise. I gotta save this episode and tell people that my balls were itchy. And so, <laughs> as soon as I stop touch, like as soon as you stop scratching, it just dissipates and it goes away. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is crazy. We're having this crazy response. Like, you know. <laughs> so now I'm trying to live, like not you know, I'm wearing tighter underwear because I don't want anything to move, you know, like I'm not touching my hand and it's not, and I keep thinking it's a bug bite. I'm stronger than a bug bite. I'll be okay. A bug bite that moves from your hand to your balls. So for, that could be the, that could be the, the, the name of the episode too. A bug bite that moves hey, from your hands to your you balls. You said it, not me. And so I wait three, four more days. Now this, I start getting tired in the afternoons. Two, three o'clock in the afternoon, I'm getting wasted. And the itching's not going away. And I said to my wife, I was like, this is it. So it's <laughs> what you've been wishing for. I'm dead. It's just happening slow. She goes, go see, go to urgent care. And I say, no. What do I got to go to urgent care for? Then I, w- <laughs> then I wake up the next day, and there's a bump on my opposite hand. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to urgent care. <laughs> so I go to, I go to urgent care. I'm sitting in the chairs, and I know what you're thinking. Scott's too famous to have to go to urgent care. <laughs> people don't <laughs> click on the links. That, you, if you click on the links a little more, I'll have a guy come to the house. But right now, i got to go to urgent care. Okay, so um, I'm sitting in urgent care. This old man who had a bike accident came in. He was just one skinned body part. It was terrible. Aww. But older <laughs> and just like, he's like, I'm fine. I was like, I love that generation. He's like, it'll be fine. I'm like, excellent. So I get called back. The lady makes me weigh myself with my shoes on, which I didn't appreciate very much at all. <laughs> then I go in the back. And this, this you know, this, I don't know, PA maybe comes in. And it's a lady PA. She's like in her mm-hmm. mid, late 30s. And she's like, what's going on? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I got to tell you this. And I tell her. And I'm showing her my hand. And there's like, these these hands are like lumps. Now, it's not spreading. It's not poison ivy. It's just literally at these like these points and i said and they're okay at the moment but if i were to touch my 
my business, like it would get very itchy too. And I said, and if, and if you actually itched it, it would like inflame. And, um, and then leaving it alone makes it go back again. And she's like, uh, tell me about that. So I started explaining that to her. And then I had to tell her that two nights prior, <laughs> two nights prior, I, I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to spray floaties. <laughs> and she, she's laughing and I'm laughing. And there's a did it ball. work? It did work, by the way. And I, there's a, but that's a scary thing to do because I'm like, is this going to burn or is it going right. to help? But I was in a situation where I was like, well, worse isn't going to be worse. Um, <laughs> and so, she, sorry. So she's so there's a pause, and I said, "Please don't make me show you my." <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, she goes. I don't need to see them. And I took that as I don't want to see them. But she said, I don't need to. See. I think if I look like Bradley Cooper, she'd be like, I need to see those, you know, but, but fair enough. And so like, you know what I mean? She'd be like, well, just let me look just to be, just to be sure, Mr. Cooper, you, you know, and let me sit on a bench. I want to get down on that level. Like with me, she was like, no, no, it's okay. You could just, you're fine. I, I Let me look at your hand. So anyway, so she gives me uh, the steroids and then. Um, my pharmacist messes up writing the prescription on the bottle because you know mm-hmm. how hard that could be when you're a pharmacist. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, they've got me taking three of these tablets twice a day. Mm. So I, I'm supposed to apparently supposed to be apparently in the first three days take two twice a day, but instead mm-hmm. I take three. You know, a few hours later I go to bed, I take three more. I'm going to tell you, four hours after I took the first time, these lumps on my hand, like you let air out of a tire, they were gone. And I was like, huh. That's amazing. They just disappeared. And then a little itchy. Next day, not so bad. Uh, my hand didn't itch anymore. And uh, and I was like, let me just see if every And nothing else itched. Like, like, so the itching had gone away. Third day, I get up in the morning. I take these tablets. And I take a shower. And I come down to Kelly. And I'm like, I- I'm going to have a heart attack. And she's like, what? I'm like, my heart's racing. I'm sweating in the shower. I'm like, something's yeah. like really wrong. And um and I, I take these, you know, the pills and I shake them and there's not many left in it. <laughs> and I'm thinking, but this can't be right because this is supposed to last like a week. Mm-hmm. So I dump them out on the counter, and I start doing my gazintas and I'm counting them and everything, and I'm like significantly short on these pills. So anyway, I go back to the pharmacist and I tell her, You didn't give me enough pills, and then she goes, No, I gave you plenty. And then we realized that she'd written the wrong thing on the um on the thing and I she called the doctor doctor's like is he alive and I was like yeah he's, like, he's fine you know so anyway at this point all the stiffness in my back that I live with pretty consistently mm-hmm. is gone yeah steroids will do that my back feels great my bumps are going off my hands my balls like I'm 20 years old you know what I mean just <laughs> terrific and um, and then the, the, the steroids ended and uh, if I'm being honest with you, I still don't feel great. Mm. So this is probably, uh, you know, something really serious. <laughs> the, the steroids I think were... you had poison ivy. Really? <laughs> I do. Yeah, from my lawn? There's no poison ivy in my lawn. Uh, Sitting in the grass. There might be. I don't know. Poison ivy makes you 
listen, I'm listening to you. You're counting on a dog to protect you from with a man from well, a gun. I don't know if you know anything. So <laughs> I personally okay, have never had poison ivy in my life. Well, you give an advice for it then. But everyone in my family will look at it. Well, everyone except my dad. Everyone in my family can look at it and they're covered. All right. So I did not have poison ivy. I'm telling you for sure. How do you know? Because, well, a doctor looked at it. I looked at it. Mm-hmm. I know what poison but ivy looks like. they gave you steroids, like. which is what they would have done if you had poison ivy. No, I was having like some sort of a systemic reaction to something. Because <laughs> it didn't matter. Wherever you, I had this like, no matter where you touch me, I'd get itchy. Like, but one only day, on your hands and your balls. L, one day I got in the shower and my eyebrows were itchy. Hmm. When the hot water hit my eyebrows, I had itchy eyebrows. So I have had poison oak before. Mm-hmm. And poison sumac. And um, I don't know how personal you want to get, but you've been talking about Go ahead. your man bits. Get on your so vagina. Go ahead, tell us. I've had my lady bits get uh, poison something, sumac, I think. And I thought I was going to pass out mm. um, because I got a steroid and it worked. Um, but it burned. But it burned. I don't want to hear it about did. burning. There it was burned. no burning for me. Um, like, <laughs> I le- like I legit got like oh. tunnel vision and couldn't see, couldn't from, hear, was very close to passing out, and I was screaming in pain. From the vahine, from the vahine probably, pain. That's what got you. From the shower when after I had taken the steroids. Oh, really interesting. Yep. I'm just telling you, I don't I something's not right still. Like it's been over like i I've been off the steroids now three, four days. And my back's a little stiff again, and I I feel a little like I don't know. I just feel a little off. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, if but, you were on that many steroids, it could make you feel off. I guess too. I, I felt great on the steroids. The steroids, well, of the, course, you did. The steroids. <laughs> Everyone made me, around you was probably like, "What's this problem?" <laughs> the steroids made me consider like using like recreational drugs. I was like, "Is this how people feel?" <laughs> I was like, "This is amazing. My back feels fine. I love more energy. Everything was good. Just a little sweaty, like it, when I when I normally wouldn't be." Anyway, you didn't get like super angry and Hulk out on everyone. They're not steroids like that. They're prednisone. They're not going to make. I mean, the steroids are steroids. <laughs> uh, they, they, steroids <laughs> suppress your immune system, right? So I probably have like uh, some autoimmune thing. I was just going to say, but if you have an autoimmune disorder, then they're going to make you go nuts. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like they give, they would give steroids for like RA, right? They would give steroids for mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, your big need kid. You take him to the hospital eventually? <laughs> 40 minutes I did later. eventually take him to the hospital. Good, good, I good. Uh, weighed him and, and he had lost 10 pounds, which is well, a considerable was amount. He was nine at the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Okay. So now, so what, I mean, does he has diabetes ever enter your mind or you just like, he's so, so messed up, you're taking him to the hospital? Um, I had, someone had suggested to me that he might have diabetes, but even looking at like the, the list that you Google, I could easily write those off as like, well, of course he, you know, is anxious. It's, mm-hmm. There's a global pandemic. Um, of course, he's eating a lot. He's always eaten a lot. He's drinking more water because we're telling him to drink more water. Right. Um, all the signs I could easily point to something else and be like, no, it's not that. Because at the time, I did not know that type one was an autoimmune disorder. I knew it was sort of hereditary somehow, but I didn't know that it was autoimmune. 
Okay. Um, and after I weighed him, I went to um, our local drugstore and I bought a test kit with um, lancets. Or maybe I didn't buy lancets. I had to go back for something because I didn't realize it didn't all come together. <laughs> but some of it, but not all of it. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> right? Yeah. I got like a meter and strips and a poker, but I didn't have the the lancets to put in the poker. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we had a super high carb meal at lunch. And two hours later, I tested him. And the first one said hi. And I was like, go wash your hands. And um, the second one said 300 something. So, <laughs> oh, stop it. Um, so... The second one said 300 something and I knew that wasn't good, but I still didn't know that it was for sure diabetes because ironically enough, he'd had poison Ivy (laughs) uh, the week before and had steroids. Um, Like he'd gotten a shot at a walk-in clinic for steroids, like maybe two weeks, somewhere around there. Well, they probably helped him, kept him a little jacked up. I'm telling you, I've never felt better than I was on those. (laughs) Meanwhile, I must have, um, I probably have some rare disease now. Like, <laughs> probably. Yeah, I probably like have like hypermesis gravidarum or something like that. Did know. you say hyperemesis? Hi, is that what it is? Hyperemesis, hyperemesis <laughs> gravidarum? Is that what it is? That's that's a pregnancy thing. It's not. Oh, I just Googled rare disease real quick and it said <laughs> the first one that I saw. <laughs> oh, well, I had that. So <laughs> wait, get, hold on. Stop. That can't be true. Uh, yeah, I had hyperemesis with. My pregnancies. It's a, it's, you, you can't have it. Sorry. Hyperemesis <laughs> refers you. to intractable vomiting during pregnancy okay. that leads to yep. weight loss and vo- You had that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, all right. Let's just be clear. First of all, <laughs> this is the best episode I've ever done. Secondly, the best and the worst. <laughs> second, well, it's definitely the worst. But secondly, I Googled rare diseases while you were telling me about the kid. Yeah. I clicked on a link because it said rare diseases. <laughs> then I spun the mouse. Like, no lie, spun the mouse just down. And then I looked up and I thought, there's two words that sound funny. When I make <laughs> hilarious, when I let make, me tell you, it was a blast. When I make this joke, <laughs> I'm going to say this because I'll mispronounce it. It'll be fun. The whole thing. I almost meant with, I almost meant with Muckle Wells syndrome. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. But instead, I probably have it too. But instead, I said, <laughs> Hypermesis. What is this? Hyper what? Hyperemesis. Hyperemesis. Gravidarum. And you said, I had that. <laughs> yep. Holy hell, that's crazy. <laughs> you should only have one thought in your head right now. I'm never getting pregnant again. What is Mucklewell's syndrome? Oh, that's okay, the only that thing you should be wondering right now. <laughs> it's a form of cryo. Perrin associated periodic syndrome that is caused by a mutation in the CIAS1 gene <laughs> and the increased activity of protein cryoprin in the body. This leads to inflammatory damage throughout the body as well as several other symptoms, including a possibility of amyloidosis. This is probably going to end up being what I have. Well, I don't think I had that. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means, but no one knows what it means. It's a rare, <laughs> gen- rare genomics institute. I can't believe. What does it do? <laughs> it's. I just told you what it says. How about. do you know if you have it? Um. How's it diagnosed? Blood tests, degree of inflammation in the body, 
inflammation. Got it. So, God, a patient may also undergo a cerebral spinal fluid analysis, an audiogram, a kidney biopsy, a urine protein test. This is going to be so weird if somebody ends up having this that I know. <laughs> Plus, I got to start picking lottery numbers if that happens because I've never put any episodes. I can't believe you had the other thing. Mm, me neither. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. It was not fun. <sighs> Jesus. All right. So you buy the kid a meter. You test his blood sugar. The blood sugar is high. He's in the hospital. What do they do mm. in the hospital for him? Well, <laughs> I tried to get him to go to the hospital, but I didn't know how to like proceed after finding out that he had high blood sugar. I didn't know, like, is this an emergency room? Like, oh, I see. Um, so I called. Well, I talked to one of my friends and she has a friend who has a kid with type one and they recommended an endocrinologist. Um, so I tried calling him, um, but he works for the hospital, the, the University of Iowa. Mm -hmm. um, and I called them and they wanted to make an appointment for him in a month. Oh, I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't like, know if that's... we've already waited five months. So yeah, <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't think I can wait a month. Um, and so they put me on hold for 45 minutes and then they hung up on me. And that, uh, again, that is my life. Like, hmm. that we have not been minutes. disconnected <laughs> while I'm talking to you so far. Um, <clears throat> so I <sighs> called back and nobody answered. I was like, well, that's weird. <laughs> Why would a hospital not answer? Yeah. Uh, so then I drove him to a semi-local walk-in clinic. Um, and I had a two month old at the time. So I took her with me in a global pandemic because I'm nursing her at the time. And mm -hmm. I'm thinking we're probably going to stay overnight here. I need my baby. Yeah. so She can eat. They did not like that, but they didn't send me away or anything. Um, they ad immediately admitted him into the emergency room. And while we were pulling or not pulling in, but we're walking into the emergency room, we see the ambulance pulling out and we are rural Iowa. Like, right. There's only one ambulance. <laughs> uh, so they admitted him, started him on a drip of some sort. I don't know what's going on at this point because I'm just like, I know what diabetes is, but not a lot. Right. Um, and so three hours later, <laughs> they decide they're going to transfer him. But they were calling around to multiple hospitals and all the hospitals are saying, we are not admitting any patients right now. And I'm like, is this because of COVID? Is this because he's like, he needs a peds unit? Like what, why? And somebody said there was a tornado in the city that you live in. I'm like, nope, I don't think so. I would have known about that. Like I was just there and my husband and my other children are still there. Um, so uh, they called to a hospital in Des Moines and Des Moines said no. They called Iowa City. Iowa City said no. They called Matumwa, where I live. Um, they said no. <laughs> and finally, someone in Iowa City said, fine, we'll take him. But the baby can't come. <sighs> so I sent him in an ambulance and I'm sitting here looking at my baby and my oldest and literally deciding, like, who do I go with? Mm -hmm. um, which was probably the hardest moment in the whole thing. 
Um, I think it's the only time I actually cried. No. Um, but I have an acquaintance friend who's a nurse at the hospital that I was at. And she said, let your husband go. Um, because if you go and you're with the baby and if they don't let the baby in, you're going to have to like stay in a hotel and you're going to miss a lot because when the doctor's there, he's there. Like you're not going to have him on your schedule. You need to be on his and the baby doesn't care. Um, so my husband drove up separately from the ambulance and I drove back home to pick up the other kids and stay home with the baby and the other two. And when he got to Iowa city, it was dark, like black, um, because there were no streetlights. There were no stoplights there. There were, there was no electricity anywhere because of the tornado. It wasn't a tornado. What was it? It it was a derecho. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. What? A derecho. Is that a disease I might have? (laughs) It's basically a land hurricane. Um, with like, I think it was 80 mile an hour winds, straight winds. Um, so I'm thankful that I didn't send him in that first ambulance because he probably would have been right in the middle of it. How how often does that happen? Never. A derecho is a widespread, long-lived, straight-line windstorm that is associated with fast-moving groups of severe thunderstorms. Wow. Can cause so, hurricane-force winds, tornadoes, heavy rains, and flash floods. Yeah. And, not for nothing, you live in the same town as Radar O'Reilly from Mass. Yes. Yeah. Did you know Who the man? Who passed away. Did you, did, well, he didn't recently pass away. The man that, that um, they based his character on recently passed yes. away. Yes. Yeah. Donald Schaefer. Mr. Schaefer was born in 1929. He died in 2022. He was the inspiration for a character on MASH called Radar O'Reilly, who was from Ottumwa, Iowa. You learn so much on this podcast. <laughs> That's all. And the thing about the the windy thing, the the, windy de, the derecho or something derecho. like that. Derecho. Jesus. Again, yeah. why do you live there? What, what, what uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> a few reasons. But, Is it for the meth out? Um, uh, did you look that up too? No, that I just no. Former <laughs> meth capital of the world. <laughs> no, it isn't. Right? No. You're making yeah. that up. You're being fun. No, I'm not. Oh, I'm oh, not. sorry. Damn it. I didn't, I didn't want to make fun of that. Um, okay. So queen of meth is from Ottumwa. The queen of meth is from Ottumwa? Yeah. What is the That's qu- what she calls herself. It's Tom Arnold's sister. All right. Oh, no kidding. In that document, mm-hmm. she made, they made that documentary about her. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess if you're going to be famous for something, mm-hmm. that'd be okay. Queen of meth made $200,000 a week. Mm-hmm. Meet Tom Arnold's sister. Tom Arnold, the man who used to be married to Roseanne Barr. Yes. And they used to live in um, Eldon, which is, I think it's Eldon. Maybe it was Agency, which is like five miles outside of Ottumwa. Amazing. Ten, maybe. He's very good friends with Arnold Schwarzenegger, I believe. Oh, is he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. These things I know. That's odd. Yeah. You need to know any other odd things or, you know, I mean, let me know. Everything about Tom Arnold is probably a little odd. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of weird energy. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> all right. Okay. So this poor kid almost gets blown away, but has diabetes instead. And, yeah. and how, and so you're, you ended up sending your husband with him to the hospital. Is that right? He followed him to the hospital, but yeah. Okay. All right. 
And so you stayed, did you go home with the babies? Like, cause it's all covid So what do you do? Mm-hmm. I went home and stayed there um, and picked up my other two from their grandparents' house. And we stayed home and I learned a lot via Zoom. Wow. How long was he in the hospital? I think it was, uh, I've gone back and forth. I cannot remember if it was like three days, two nights. All right. And so he got there rush, at night. So they didn't rush him out and they needed to bring his blood sugar down and, and right. do that slowly because he was really in right. trouble, I imagine. Yeah. The, by the time I got off hold, when they hung up on me, we tested him again and it was 500 something. Wow. Okay. Um, well, well, do you know what his A1C was when they checked? <laughs> 15.1. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, insulin pens. Uh, pens, yeah. Pens. And any talk of glucose monitors? Do you have them now? So he had to prove to his insurance that he had diabetes by testing three times or more a day uh, for a month. And then he got a Dexcom. Okay. So they didn't take the diagnosis of the hospital seriously? I don't understand insurance. Like, yeah. I don't understand how some person in a cubicle gets to decide medical care. Isn't that practicing without a license? Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, how did you find the overall education? Excellent. Good. Honestly. Um, Nurse Lori, shout out. I asked her permission to um, say her name. Did you, did you ask her permission to say her name in the middle of an episode where someone said balls 16 times? <laughs> I didn't specify, but yeah, well, I, I, I think she she's she going to be proud when she hears this. <laughs> <laughs> um, she she called me like every other day for two weeks, and then it was like every three days for another two weeks, and then it was once a week, uh-huh. and then it was. And she, uh, I don't know, she's excellent. That's wonderful. That's very. She's nice. just absolutely excellent. Um. She listened to me talk about things that weren't even diabetes related, just my own anxiety. Oh. <laughs> Elle, I would listen to you talk forever, so you know. <laughs> well, I could probably talk forever. So. Yeah, you and your inflamed <laughs> vagina and those four kids and all the <laughs> other stuff. There's plenty here to go into. I don't even know we need to talk about this diabetes, but it, it, just just because people tuned in. How's the kid doing? <laughs> just a couple he years. He's doing yeah. really well. Yeah. But he, like. His A1C has not been over 5.9 since diagnosis. Wow, good for you. Um, How are you accomplishing that? You oh. and Lori. <laughs> There's no reason. You and Lori. There's no reason, There's no reason to I, mention Lori, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Nurse Lori can't call me every day, but I can listen to the podcast every day. Okay. Um, she has other people to go save. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's super lady. She's calling yeah. everybody on the phone. Do you ever think about that when she's talking to you? You're like, oh, I'm probably not the only person she does this with. Yes, I do think about that. And I was trying to be very respectful of her time. But again, I can talk forever. So sorry, Lori. (laughs) So so you get a CGM a month in. Are Mm -hmm. you still doing pens? Are you injecting? Um, He did pens until it was about six months. I think it was March of 21. You go to a a pump then after that? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um. Medtronic? No. No, don't no. say it like that. They're sponsors of the program. Oh, are they? InPen from Medtronic Diabetes. Well, we tried to get the InPen, but evidently the week, again, this is my luck, um, the week that we got it approved, 
our insurance decided that they weren't covering it anymore. <laughs> or there was a grant or something, something fell through. It was approved, but then we couldn't get it without spending $800 to get the, pet. the device. Yeah, that definitely shouldn't be. I think, I think you can get it. Like, let me just say this, you know, I think there's, you know, you have to check there's fine print and stuff, but I think mostly it's like 35 bucks for people. So definitely don't pay $800. Right. Well, it. I didn't yeah, yeah, because yeah. I knew we wanted to get on a pump Okay. and I, I didn't see the sense in going through with a hassle of getting on something that we weren't going to permanently use. Sure. Not that it's a bad thing. I, it sounds amazing, but yeah, it was terrific. No, it, it's a, it's a great insulin pen. Um, but yeah, I understand you not wanting to do that. So, Okay, so what what did Lori tell you that helped you keep an A1C under six with a nine year old? Pre bolus. Um, check as often as you feel like checking. Um, they did go over. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know if this sounds a little braggy, but um, so in 2019, my husband and I did keto, which mm-hmm. meant that I already knew how to count carbs. Um pretty well and so they gave Lori and the, uh, there are other members of the team but I think sorry uh, other people that I didn't ask permission to say names of <laughs> I, I usually defer to Lori just because we got along well um, she gave um, like resources where I could look up carbs of things quickly mm-hmm. and I could like put in a recipe and it'll tell me the carbs in it. Um, and there was a big booklet that we did second day education on. So that was like sick day and stuff like that. Um, but the university of Iowa is, I'm, they are with it. Yeah, They've got it going on. <laughs> There was um, talk for a while of me giving a talk at the University of Iowa. And then well, it just, I think let me know. COVID happened and then it just, I, people stopped talking about it. So, but That's sad. yeah, apparently there's a large type one population in the student body at that school. Oh, I didn't. I had no idea. Yeah. That's crazy too. Uh, okay. So pre-bolus, count your carbs, do the right thing, pay attention to the blood sugars. It sounds like what Lori was telling you. And then you mm-hmm. did it. Like, but what made you, like so many people don't like follow through. Like what made yeah. you follow through? I'm a rule follower. Okay. I just am. Um, oh gosh. And I want to make sure that I only share my experience. So this is going to be kind of complicated to talk about. Um, both of my husband's oh goodness, dog stop. He loves you. Both of my the, Freda, the, does the dog have sit. to pee? Uh, she's chasing the cat again. Oh. I put her outside, but then she saw my children drive away and she was crying outside, so I figured that would be noisy enough, but yeah, you got it. He's fine. So both of my husband's parents have type one. Um and <laughs> the education that they have received is not the standard that the University of Iowa gives. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that much. Okay. So, seeing and hearing the information that they received in action makes me sad and angry at any. <laughs> 
doctor that thinks they know something and is giving advice when they don't really know what they're talking about. Okay. How, um, both of his parents have type one. Yeah. For a long and time. I still missed it. Yeah. And yeah. And he didn't see it. He didn't know either. Mm-mm. Any other autoimmune in the family? Oh my gosh. So many. My mom has rheumatoid arthritis. She has hypothyroidism. She has bipolar disorder, which I know it's not an autoimmune, but I I've heard it. you say that there's a yeah, yeah. connection. Um, and then my husband's mom has type one. She's had type one for 50 years. Mm-hmm. Um, his dad has had type one since the nineties, early nineties. I think he was, it was right before. No, it wouldn't have been early nineties. It was right before I met him. So I'm going to say he was 45 ish. Okay. Um, but he was diagnosed as type two until he got cancer. And then they did a C-peptide when he had cancer. Mm-hmm. And found out, oh, it's type one. Jeez. Um, kind of cancer. So, oh, <laughs> uh, you'll have to Google it. It's E H E, and I have it's like thirteen syllables. E H E. All right. And he, I'm surprised you didn't say that one earlier when you searched well, I was rare diseases. Weird. Wow, I'm not going to be able to say that. Yeah. If Ep- you tell me the first syllable, I can probably Ep- tell it. Epithelioid. Epithelioid hemangioma. Is that right? Did I get them all? Hemangioma dotathemula. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So. H-E-M-A-N-G-I-O-E-N-D-O-T-H-E-L-I-O-M-A is the second word. That's crazy. Rare cancer that grows from the cells that make up the blood vessels. Most commonly seen in the liver, lungs, and bones. Okay. And he, did he kick, did he beat that? It's not really curable. Oh, okay. Um, he's had some things removed from his liver and his lungs. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay. And so there's, again, I say, I don't know what you autoimmune people do, like what signal you put out into the world to attract other autoimmune people. But like, mm-hmm. it's fascinating that it's on both sides of the family like that. I didn't even list all of them, but R- yeah. Go keep going. What do you got more? Uh, his my husband's mom has hypothyroidism mm-hmm. and then my husband's dad's so my husband's aunt also has type one but that's it's it, they call her type two and i'm i don't know how to tell someone i think you need to be tested for like mm-hmm. she's you know almost 70 years old now and she's been treating it this way but i'm convinced it's type one um and his other sister has ms and I feel like I'm forgetting something. Wow. Oh, uh, both of my husband's grandparents had pancreatic cancer, so I don't know if that's related. Um, you know, this is more information than anybody should say, probably, but everyone's passed on. So my friend Mike, his mom mm. had pancreatic cancer. I remember you saying that in a yeah. podcast. Interesting. All right. Well, you should probably do some math. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't think that would help the situation any. No, I mean, I don't think it would help anything. But <laughs> I, I mean, you're in one of those rare situations. I'm not certain it would hurt anything either. Um, 
<laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. That's that's really terrible. Um, at least get yourself a new computer, please. <laughs> um, so obviously, I said a ton of stuff that was very helpful to the kid, and he's doing great now. Probably going to name your next corgi after me or something like that. And I considered it. Did you? That's uh, too I late. Did. You didn't do it though, so it doesn't. Really I count. didn't. No. She's a girl. And it's homage. You pay homage where you pay homage. That's all. Is it homage or ho- how do you say it? I don't know. <laughs> Some people say homage, and I'm 100. I don't say that. I'm 100 sure that's not right. <laughs> I'm probably more likely to pronounce the O long. I yeah. don't know. All right. Homage. All right. So, is there anything that we haven't talked about that you want to talk about? The exercise thing, I did want to pick your brain on. Okay. And, it, but let me ask this question first. How many things did we talk about that you didn't want to talk about? <laughs> All of them? Well, testicles weren't on the list in no, my mind. No. But. I didn't think they were either. But then the computer was loud and I felt, I felt obligated to give back. You know what I mean? <laughs> I really did. I was like, I need, <laughs> I need to put something in here. I don't want people to be like, oh my God. It was a refrigerator, but it wasn't. It was a computer. I mean, there's only so much of that you can take. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and, and okay. So, wait. You want to talk about exercise and and insulin or something? Go ahead. What's your question? So, he has been diagnosed for almost two years. Mm-hmm. I don't think he had a honeymoon at all. If, if he did, he exhausted it before diagnosis. Yeah, I think you used it up before you were diagnosed. Yeah. But go ahead. So, um, he. I'll, I'll give an example. In May, he went with his birth, his buddy for a birthday party. They went to the largest skate park in the United States, which is in Des Moines. Um, it's about an hour away from where his buddy lives. So they were in the car for a little bit, but he was riding about 70 before we left. Okay. He didn't really go up at all for the car ride. And then we had Chick-fil-A, which... Is I'm guessing he had 120 carbs, but then he had a full sugar soda too. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say 150 carbs ish. I did not give him any insulin for that. I did. Um, I didn't even have his pump on him when he was eating that meal because I did not want any auto boluses. He's on T Slim. Yeah. Um. So we took the pump off for the skate park because. I do not want a busted pump. And I didn't really want him getting insulin while he was skating. And he still had to treat three lows. So just like skateboarding? How long did he do it for? He was on a scooter for about three hours. That sounds like a long time. I mean, it was a long time. Yeah. But this kid drops like a rock with any exercise. Right. And I just... Like, I've heard you talk about bolusing Arden during a softball game. And I'm like, my kid would not be able to play at all. So I think it's, I mean, there's different impacts, right? So softball is not scootering. Scootering for three hours is a lot of effort. I yeah. don't know if you've ever watched a softball game. There's a, a ton of standing around. And so, um, you know, there's standing around. You could strike out three times and never even have to run to first right. base. You, you know what I mean? So um, they're standing around. There's the heat. There's then dehydration that comes along with it. So if you're at the skate park, is indoor or outdoor? It was outdoor. Hot or not hot? Eh, I would say it's warm. It wasn't cold by any means, but I wouldn't say it's 97 degrees like today or anything. Ton of effort for three hours straight, a lot of aerobic exercise. 
I can see, I mean, you described, I mean, I could see that not needing insulin for certain. That makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Was there a big bolus prior to the skate park? I mean, he had breakfast, but that was probably four or five hours before the park. You actually got there, but you had like a nice, you had like a 70 something on your way to the skate park. Yeah. So you, you obviously you killed breakfast really well. And then you he went, did that by himself. Well, that's impressive. And then he went into the um, right into the activity. So you popped the pump off as you started at the skate park. We took the pump off before he ate Chick Fil A. After this, wait, wait, hold on. The Chick Fil A was before skating. Yes, before skating no, with no insulin. Sense. But wait, so the Chick Fil A was without insulin before the activity. Mm-hmm. So then it sounds like you. I mean, I mean, the best I could guess is that he uh, maybe he overbolus the breakfast. But hours before. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense. That it's it's not just this time either. I mean, it happens every time you go. It it's every time he exercises, like aerobic activity. Wow. And I just I don't know. He went to camp last week, um, and they reduced his basal, I think, by fifty percent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, he ran higher at camp than he does at home, but I, I don't know how to replicate that at home to get a good idea of how much to give him right. because what ends up happening. So we, we went to a 4th of July party, the third, and, um, we had it in that camp profile cause I wanted to see like it being the pump. Um, I wanted to see if it would work for us at home mm-hmm. and it didn't like he played volleyball after he had a meal and we did bolus for the meal, but it was a reduced bolus. He had his basal reduced for hours beforehand and he played volleyball and he had to sit out the last round because I just couldn't get it to come up. But then when we got home, so like three hours later, he skyrocketed. Hmm. Well, I have to admit, from your explanation, I don't know exactly what to say. You know, um, I mean, if you telling me that you ate before the skate park is the part, the skate park that is, throws me off. Like, I mean, the only thing that makes sense to me is that breakfast somehow impacted it. Because otherwise, I mean, adrenaline, was he excited to go to the skate park? I mean, something he does right it's not like some great treat or something like well that. it was a birthday party we don't often go to des moines to go to the skate park he he plays on his scooter weekly it's not right and when he does it at home he doesn't drop like that oh he does he does he drops any time any any exercise like he has a a wednesday night activity that he does during the school year and i have his pump in exercise mode which you know raises the target but still gives many boluses which i hate um we put, we reduce his basal three hours beforehand, hmm. and then we have a low carb meal so that he doesn't take insulin for it, right. and and it sometimes works. That's interesting. Yeah, the I problem get- with that is that it's so super spontaneous and unpredictable that right. I don't know when he's going to be sitting and be playing. But that's a whole other thing. So I don't know anything about this. I'm just like. 
kicking around. Like, I don't, I don't know. Is that, could that be not adrenal though? Right. Um, I don't think that's, I don't know if that's for a person with type one where like hypo, you can get like hypoglycemic from like adrenal fatigue, but I don't know if that's to hmm. do with diabetes or if that's just a, a thing people experience a side of it sometimes. Hmm. I don't know. But I mean, it does sound, it's what I can say is it sounds like egregious. It sounds crazy. Y you know, it like feels crazy. hours and hours without insulin. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, I do, I'm imagining a lot of activity with the, with the scootering, obviously, but. He gets the same result. Like he went to a place where he played ultimate Frisbee and he, he did have some insulin at lunchtime, but it was like 30% of what I would have given him at home. Um, and then it was still two hours before he played and it's ultimate Frisbee. Like he's running around and yeah, sprinting all over the place. Right. But I don't want to call it hmm, a bad name. His, his pump gave him an auto bolus. Okay. Of 0.118, which I know for a lot of people is a lot, but for, my kid is not a lot. Nothing. Right. <laughs> like he uses like 75 units daily. So 0.118 mm -hmm. dropped him from 210 with fruit snacks to 90 straight down in 15 minutes. Yeah, I mean that so doesn't sound like that the insulin could do that. But it's like like I feel like there has to be something else at play. Have you asked the doctor about it? I've asked my CDE nurse Lori. Lori, and what did Lori <laughs> and, say? And she said it's just a Remy thing. Something specific to him. Yep. Hmm. And I was, I was in that conversation asking about different types of insulin, but I don't know, I, I don't know, as they would be any different. Like switching a brand of insulin, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I have to be honest, I'm not sure. You know, I'm sorry. It's 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 out of the ordinary enough that I, I don't know what to say. Um, I figured I'd give it a shot because I don't know too many people that manage diabetes. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you try, <clears throat> have you ever tried giving him like a protein before? Oh, yeah. I mean, the Chick-fil-A <clears throat> was a chicken sandwich. But yeah, we use peanut butter. We like the... The meals that we give him before his Wednesday night things are very heavy protein, very heavy fat. Okay. And 15 <clears throat> carbs or less. And in a normal um, situation, that meal would cause a, you'd oh, need yeah. to really bolus for. Yeah. But not when he's active. Yeah. If he's sitting, he needs insulin. Like, needs. Right. He's got growth no, hormones going crazy. He's grown six inches since diagnosis and like that's he definitely needs insulin it's not that his basal is too high or that his ratios are off it's the activity specifically have you tried having a conversation in the facebook group about it um i think so but i don't remember for sure yeah well, you, well if you had an answer you would have you would remember the answer a lot of sure. times i I hold back because I feel like I overexplain everything, especially in a group like that where I, I try to condense and then uh, 
they need more information. So I end up like, well, let me start back when I was born. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's not helpful. What about um, like runner's goo and stuff like that? Have you ever tried that? I don't know what that is. And like that, like it's just like paste that runners use to like keep their blood sugar up while they're running. Like I'm wondering if it's, I mean, he doesn't want, I don't want him to be eating something constantly, but trying to decide like, has it ever been a real problem for you? Or are you able to stay on top of it for the most part? Um, there, I've never had to use his G-Voke, but I've had it out before. Um, he's dropping so fast. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think those situations were because he had insulin on board. And okay. he, like, he went and jumped on the trampoline. Like, well, that's obviously not going to work well. Um. In these I long... feel good. I'm sorry. I feel like he's missing out on the activities that he wants to participate in because he's sitting on the side drinking juice. And that's my biggest concern, I guess, for a 12 year old boy to you know, have to be like, sorry, I have to sit down and drink a juice box. And his friends don't really understand that. And then he doesn't get invited next time. Mm-hmm. What happens if he just like, drinks Gatorade throughout the whole process. That's what he was doing at the skate park, but he still had to have, um, I think two packs of fruit snacks and a juice. And it had been hours since he had insulin. At least five. And there was food in there. Yeah. A whole meal. Hmm. Like 150 carbs or more. I don't even know. I didn't count it. (laughs) It was Chick-fil-A fries, a, chicken sandwich and a Dr. Pepper. And you didn't bolus for it. Didn't bolus at all. And then he still tried to get low later. Didn't even have basil on. Like I turned his pump to a, we have a zero profile setup so that it doesn't beep all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still doesn't give him any insulin. I wonder if away from this activity, he needs so much insulin that even though you haven't had it for a few hours, once you add the activity, it just gets sped up so much i don't know what that means i mean i mean like what's his basal rate like forget this activity a second like in a normal situation what's his basal rate an hour like 1.3 ish and what's he weigh 135 doesn't seem crazy and um but it also it does seem a little heavy but it doesn't seem crazy. i don't mean heavy like it's wrong i mean like like there's a need there so his basil is cranked at night, not cranked, but higher at night because of growth hormones and inactivity. And then like during the school year, we have a higher basal rate during school hours because we sit more. Yeah. Um, but then in like from about lunch, so about 11 until I'm going to say 830, uh, it's less. So I don't, I don't exactly, oh wait, I have a picture. I forgot I took pictures before I sent them to camp in case they changed. Let me find. Okay. So midnight until 11 AM is 1.47 an hour. Mm-hmm. And then 11 until five is 1.37. And then five until 8.30 is 1.5. And then 8.30 until 
I guess it is right. 10 is 1.71. And then I think it goes back. It's a little less between 10 and midnight just because I don't usually give too many corrections. And honestly, that's the only reason I have it changed. Is and this because is, if I give, this is working for you. Like his keeps his A1C in the fives, but you're having mm-hmm. lows around activity, but not lows at other times. Right. I mean, I listen, I, I do wonder after, after you go over those numbers, like mm-hmm. what would happen if forget like a couple of hours prior to activity, but what if like, you made a concerted effort one day, you know, like we're going to go to the skate park at four o'clock in the mm-hmm. afternoon. Like what if you got up in the morning and cut the basal wave down? Like, like to, first thing in the morning. Yeah. Like to 0.9 and let it be okay. like that for like six, seven, eight, nine hours before he went there. I'd be interested okay. to see what would happen after that. I just, I am willing to do that. Um, my concern is, what about the nine hours leading up to it? What would happen, do you think, if you did that? I think he would be in the 200s all the whole day. And then, like, if I don't correct, he'll stay in the 200s. But if I correct, then I'll have insulin on board. Yeah, then I would actually have to add to that. I guess you want to go with a lower carb lifestyle that day just to mm. keep keep boluses <laughs> down, just to see what would happen. Because what I'm trying to get at is I wonder if you need these heavy boluses because he's a 12-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. And then there's so much insulin happening. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it sounds like he's two people. It sounds like he's yeah. a, like, right? He's a sitting around kid. Right. And then all of a sudden, he's an Olympic skater kid. Right. Right. But I, how do I know which one he's going to be that day? Well, does it always happen with a skate park? It always happens with any activity. But 12-year-old boys are not known for planning out their activity. Right, right, right. No. Well, <laughs> that I don't have an answer to. But what it, what, it, what it sounds like to me is that you're managing one body style, one, mm-hmm. one impact, and then suddenly you're switching to a significantly different impact. That's exactly what's happening. Right. I just don't have um, a whole day to prepare for it because yeah. if his buddy comes over and wants to go ride scooters, I can't be like, come back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> when we'll plan this all out. So then there has to be some sort of a level of carbs that you can put in him that'll hold this up. Because it sounds like you got close. You did the Chick-fil-A and then it needed a couple of packets of gummies and it's so 150 maybe, carbs. I know it's a lot. I don't know how to, I'm, I'm not, I'm trust me. I'm not saying it's makes a lot of sense. I'm just saying that like talking it through, this is, yeah. this is, is what I'm imagining from your conversation. Right. So I'm not sure I did. It does sound like it sucks though. I I'm sorry for that. <sighs> I just hate that he misses out on things. That's, that's the only, I mean, is he really missing out or does he have to stop once in a while? His friends have stopped inviting him places. Because he's drinking juice. Because he has to sit and they don't want to wait on him. How long does he have to sit till he's okay? Just depends on what they were doing and how long, like if we're dealing with an insulin on board situation or a just, you know, like the day at the skate park, we, we knew that was coming a month ahead and we prepared for it. So he just ate some gummies and kept skating. Right. And if I'm there, like I can tell him, hey, you're 120. 
eat some fruit snacks and it'll, you know, bring you back up. But if I'm not there and he's just hanging out with his friends, like at the playground or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm not there to tell him eat fruit snacks when he's 120 and his pump doesn't alert him when he's 120 and Dexcom doesn't even go that high. So he doesn't find out till he's lower and then it's too late. Right. And then he's got to eat right. and wait and all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry. That sucks. Um, have you tried, have you tried hiring Jenny for a couple of minutes to see what she says about it? (laughs) I would love to, but I can't afford a new computer. (laughs) She'll she'll talk to you on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) What I mean is I think Jenny's probably out of my price range. I honestly, can I be honest with you? This is going to sound crazy. I have no idea how much Jenny charges. <laughs> I honestly don't know. But, I mean, I mean, it's a big deal, and it's got a big impact on him. So maybe I it's, know it is. This and worries I, no help. I'm just kidding. I've still got to feed the kids, too. Well, not really. I mean, there's four of them. Right. They can what eat the dog eat? if something goes sideways. <laughs> All right. Oh, I got to go. I actually have a okay. call. So um, <laughs> hopefully it goes better than this one. <laughs> well, I mean, I, this guy's going to know how to use his computer, which right. I, is, a, is a step in the right direction. I really did. <laughs> I honestly did appreciate this conversation a lot. I, I thank you very much. I just, I actually have a, to give them a shout out, I have a call with uh, the people from Gvoke in a little bit. And I have to, oh. uh, I have to, well, be, then they uh, definitely know what they're talking about. I have to go be an adult. So okay. um, uh, I really appreciate this. Will you hold on one second for me? Thanks. I want to thank Elle for coming on the show. And um, in a second, I'm going to tell you all the different ideas I had for naming this episode. Uh, anyway, thank you, Elle. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp.com forward slash juice box saves you 10% off your first month of therapy. And thank you, Omnipod. Get your Omnipod Dash or Omnipod 5 at my link, omnipod.com forward slash juice box. That's pretty much it. I want to thank you so much for listening. Remind you that there are links in the show notes of your podcast player and at juiceboxpodcast.com to all of the sponsors. When you click on the links, you're supporting the show. Don't forget to go to t1dexchange.org forward slash juice box, fill out the survey. And of course, you can get 35% off at CozyEarth.com with the offer code JUICEBOX. Now, I recorded this for myself as soon as